to another edition of Daily in the Word. I am Rich Chassey, your host and teacher. Today we're going to be in chapter 11 of the book of Genesis, which contains yet another genealogy. But before we get to that, we get the interesting story of the Tower of Babel. So let's go ahead and dive in chapter 11 of Genesis, beginning in verse 1. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves Otherwise we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. This is the account of Shem's family line. Two years after the flood, when Shem was one hundred years old, he became the father of Arphaxad. And after he became the father of Arphaxad, Shem lived five hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Arphaxad had lived thirty-five years, he became the father of Shelah. And after he became the father of Shelah, Arphaxad lived four hundred three years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived thirty years, he became the father of Eber. And after he became the father of Eber, Shelah lived four hundred three years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber lived thirty-four years, he became the father of Peleg. And after he became the father of Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived 30 years, he became the father of Ru. And after he became the father of Ru, Peleg lived 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When Ru had lived 32 years, he became the father of Sarag. And after he became the father of Sarag, Ru lived 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Sarag had lived thirty years, he became the father of Nahor. And after he became the father of Nahor, Sarag lived two hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor had lived twenty-nine years, he became the father of Terah. And after he became the father of Terah, Nahor lived a hundred nineteen years and had other sons and daughters. After Terah had lived seventy years, he became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. This is the account of Terah's family line. Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran became the father of Lot. While his father Terah was still alive, Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans, in the land of his birth. Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Izcah. 
Now Sarai was childless because she was not able to conceive. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years, and he died in Haran. As we approach the time after the flood, it's interesting to note that the whole world, verse 1, had one language, common speech. And then the people moved eastward. They found a plain in Shinar and settled there. This would be the beginnings of the Babylonian Empire, the small, tiny beginnings of that empire. And they said to each other, verse 3, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. This was a new technology for them. Using tar for mortar, they decided, hey, let's build a city and a tower that reaches to the heavens. Why did they want to do that? So they could make a name for themselves. It goes all the way back to the pride of the devil, of Satan, who wanted to be like God. It goes back to Adam and Eve and the lie that they believed that they would be like God if they ate that fruit that was forbidden to them. And then also they were concerned about being scattered over the face of the whole earth, which is what God had actually commanded them to do in chapter 9, and also back to Adam and Eve, that they were to fill the earth and multiply. They were refusing to do that. So the Lord visited them. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building The Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. So come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. And that's exactly what God did. He confused their language and, without the ability to communicate with each other, building a city together would have been very difficult. Now, this city that they were building was called Babel, which is the origin of Babylon. The word means confusion, and certainly the history of Babylon would bring their religion, their false pagan religion that brought confusion to the world as a result of that. Because they were unable to communicate, they couldn't finish the city, and they were scattered over the face of the whole earth. Now we have the account of Shem's family line because that is the line that the Redeemer would come through. So that is the line that we are concerned with going forward. We see the number of years that they live beginning to fall drastically. That's going back to God saying that they would live 120 years. And eventually they reached that point and actually quite a bit younger than that, that most people would die today people make it to a hundred, most of us feel like they're doing very well, and most people don't make it to a hundred. So we have this family line again from the line of Shem. We have some of these names that are familiar to us, Arphaxad, and Shelah, and Eber, and Peleg. It's interesting, in verse 16, we have the birth of Peleg. It was during Peleg's lifetime that the Tower of Babel incident happened. So we see that the timeline, the genealogy of chapter 10, actually goes before and after the Tower of Babel incident. We have the starting of nation-states and 
territories, all of that happening after the Tower of Babel. Again, we have all of these names and years that people lived until we come to Terah. Terah is the father of Abram. And that's interesting for us because that's where the story builds. From here going forward, we have the story of Abram and his family. Abram is what he was known to begin with. And later on, God will change his name to Abraham, but we're not there yet. And so this is the beginnings of that story of Abram. Abram was the son of Terah, the brother of Haran. Haran was the father of Lot, so Lot was Abram's nephew. While Terah was still alive, Haran, his son, died in Ur of the Chaldeans. This is where they were from, which is not far from Babel. This was their origination point where they began, where their family began, and they decided to pick up and move to Canaan, but they didn't get there. They only ended up in Haran, which is more in Assyrian territory. They traveled basically to the north and west from Ur of the Chaldeans. And to get to Canaan, they would have traveled from Haran south and west from that location. But they settled in Haran. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, whose father had died, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of Abram, And they traveled to Haran where they settled there, intending to go to Canaan. That would eventually be where God would call Abram to go. But that's another day, another chapter. We'll see that tomorrow in Genesis chapter 12. Lord, we thank you again for your word and for these events that we read about. Lord, Humanity's struggle with sin is still on display in the Tower of Babel. Their pride, their arrogance, their wanting to make a name for themselves and not be scattered over the face of the earth, even though that is what you commanded of them. May we not have that stubborn heart in our own lives where we seek a name for ourselves and where we blatantly disobey basic commands like they were doing here. And Lord, we pray that we would be able to communicate with each other because of the importance of sharing the gospel. And because of this event now, there are so many different languages and cultures throughout the world that it does make it difficult for us to share the gospel worldwide. But Lord, that also is our calling. And so we have teams of people who go out and learn new languages so that they can translate the scriptures into other people's known language. And we pray that you would bless those efforts. Lord, I pray that we would be able to now follow the line of Abram and see where that goes to see how you worked through this single man and his family even though he was unable to have a child to start with, as we're going to find out. Lord, you would use this family to bring about your Redeemer, the one who would come to save the world. And we are the recipients of that blessing. 
Lord, we get to partake in that blessing because of your love and your goodness and your kindness in our lives. So we thank you for that, Lord. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you again for listening to Daily in the Word, and we pray that you will continue to follow along with us as we now embark into another section of the book of Genesis. Completing chapter 11 is the first part of Genesis. Genesis basically divides into two sections, chapters 1 through 11, and now chapters 12 through 50, which follow Abraham's life and family all the way to the end with Joseph. So now we have completed this first part of the book of Genesis, and we look forward to diving into this next section and following Abraham and his family. So I look forward to seeing you again next time, and until then, have a great day. 